0: Welcome to GRIT, a podcast about life and the long haul. I'm your host, Shmichael Hall. Thanks for joining me for episode two. I want to start this episode with a question. I want to take a minute to kind of frame it. What you think about a particular difficult moment in your life, maybe it was uh, the loss of a job or a parent, or perhaps it was a financial challenge that you went through. In the face of adversity or that particular difficult moment, what kept you going? How did you survive? Obviously, you're listening to this podcast right now, so you either survived or you are in a state of currently surviving. What got you through? You know, perhaps it was your faith. Maybe it was your friends. Maybe it was some inner strength that you are pulling from or you found some way to pull from. Um, And those things are crucial, right? Sooner or later, everyone experiences adversity in their life. And I want to dedicate this episode to talking about how do we pull through the the moments of adversity, the moments of difficulty that we see in our life. And so maybe this will help you where you are right now, or maybe this is helping you kind of reflect on a moment that you had. But since we can't avoid adversity, it would help us and do us well to not only expect it, Uh, but, but but to equip ourselves to deal with it and perhaps even learn from it and embrace it. So how do we equip ourselves to deal with adversity and difficult moments? If we know that at some point they will come, what are some of the things that we can do now so the sting of it isn't so brutal? Well, I think we have to really kind of recognize and realize that negative life moments and moments of adversity will come. There's nothing that we can do. Everyone will sooner or later experience it. And then knowing that, I think the second thing is we must begin to think that and know that how we respond to it is critical. And in getting a good response that we can establish healthy systems by which we can overcome adverse moments. You know, as I said before in the first podcast, I'm no expert at this. Please don't take this as expert advice. What this is, is it's kind of a lifelong experience of watching people and then going through things myself. And I think when it comes to adversity, there are in kind of how people deal with adversity, there are kind of a couple of paths that emerge. The first path that emerges is what I want to call the survival path and the survival path, the individual affected by some level of adversity or period of difficulty continues to function, but at at a, at an impaired level, right? So, uh, I talked the last episode about watching several individuals um, battle cancer and go through cancer. Um, an example of someone who's taken the survivor path is a cancer patient who sits at home, ready to die, even though their treatment plan is going well and their prognosis from the doctor is actually good. It's just the the the, the sting of the adversity. Um, has weighed so heavily on the individual um, that, they, that they cannot function um, at the level they did before they got that prognosis. So why do people stay here? Because right? this, this is not where we want to stay when adversity comes. We want to find some way uh, to move past it. But many people are uh, in the survival path, never get past the survival path. So why do people stay there? I think there are three reasons why. So the first reason is stagnation. It's as if the person is looking at that moment of adversity in its face, and it has become a mountain that's impossible for them. And they say, "I won't even try." Like there's no need in me even trying to move past this, this, this cancer diagnosis or this financial situation in my life. There's no way that I could even um, that I could even overcome it. So I'm I'm just going to just wait for death to come. I'm just going to wait for the end to come. That's what resignation says. I think another. Uh, a reason why people stay there, kind of the second phase of that is hesitation, right? And this is this is like, oh, I see the mountain. I see this moment of adversity. I'm not saying that I won't try, uh, but I'm saying I'm not sure that if I do try, I could actually do it, right? I, I, I don't know if I have the resources. I don't know if I have the physical and the mental strength uh, to do it. I, I, I'm not sure if my friends would be there for me. So the a moment of hesitation can cause people to stay in a survival path. I think the third reason we talked about stagnation and hesitation. The third reason is resignation. Resignation is are those people who've looked at the mountain. They've looked at the uh, moment of adversity. They've looked at the challenge and they've actually tried. And maybe they've tried uh, several times, uh, but for some reason they could not achieve. And so now they've said, you know what? I just don't see a way. I just, I just don't see how I could do it. I I, I, I did actually try it, and it, it didn't work the first time. It didn't work the second time. It didn't work the third time. And now I think I'm just going to give up. And so the survival path, people are, are, are working at, at a severely impaired level where they were, say, operating at 100%. They're now operating at 70, 70%. So we want to get people out of this. We want to get you out of this if you're in this place. And we'll talk about a little bit later of how to get out of that. So the second path, we talked about this first path of of the survival path, right? The second path is, I think, a recovery path. The recovery path are individuals who have been affected by some adversity or period of difficulty, and the person is able to actually return back to the original level of function. You know, they've they've gone back to the baseline. So let's think about the cancer patient again. Uh, In the recovery path, uh, the cancer patient goes through treatment, and their uh, level of energy returns and they're able to go back and and do kind of resume the daily personal and professional activities that they were going through. And so I think that most of us, as we as we hear that, we would think yeah, that's actually a good place to be. Like, like if I suffered some catastrophic uh, moment in my life, um, if I went through a difficult moment and, and it, and it kind of knocked me off, of where I'm used to functioning, if I can get back to the place of functioning where where I was, and that's actually a pretty good thing. But I think there's actually another level. I think there's I think there's there's one more tier that we can go for, and I want to call that the thriving path. So we have once again, very bottom, the survival path. This is kind of where I'm operating at, say, seventy percent. The next is the recovery path, and this is where I've made it back to a hundred percent. Of, of where I was before the moment of adversity hit me. This thriving path is that you're now at, say, 125%, right? Thriving The thriving phase uh, indicates the ability to go beyond the original level of functioning. Uh, this person is not just living. They're flourishing. They are they're thriving, right? They have, because of what's happened in their life, they've been able to, to cope in such a way and uh, confront in such a way where it has actually transformed them. Uh, this individual... Uh, it never returned back to the previous state. Now, in the previous podcast, I talked about uh, my father. And my parents have really, man, provided a lot of inspiration. I, I think I'm probably doing some of this podcast, even just kind of looking at their life. And in the episode, I talked about how my father uh, experienced a pretty catastrophic uh, situation uh, where he suffered an accident that left him partially paralyzed. And, you know, if we think back through, once again, you know the survival survival path, where a person um, is affected by adversity, and eventually get back to functioning at kind of a say seventy percent level. I think this is kind of where my father certainly could have ended. Right, um, that he has his accident, it leaves him paralyzed. He's in a wheelchair, and he could have stopped right there. But he actually goes a step further and kind of moves to the recovery path initially. And in this kind of recovery path for him, he is uh, getting himself back to a place where he can work a job and provide for himself. He's working with uh, various technicians to uh, get an engineer a van that works for him, so that he can uh, get in and out of a in and out of a van and, and be able to drive himself. Um, he's learning how to um, shower and eat, and uh, you know where he didn't have full function of his hands. He's getting back to this place. Um, where he is recovering. But now he actually moves beyond this. He actually moves beyond this recovery path and actually steps into a thriving path. And that what happens is, and this is kind of what happens in the thriving path. In the thriving path, See, in the, thriving path uh, the, the adversity or the period of difficulty has provided an opportunity uh, for change to happen. It's, it's, it's giving you an opportunity to kind of confront uh, priorities. It's giving you an opportunity to confront roles in your life and, and you kind of shift them, right? Um, now, say say this may happen with like a business person who uh, goes through, maybe they lose one of their parents and up to this time, they've spent all their time trying to climb the, the corporate ladder and say after they lose a parent or after they lose somewhere close and they realize, oh, I spent all this time um, trying to climb the corporate ladder, maybe I need to readjust and spend time with Say my my children, or maybe I need to go and reconnect with my siblings. I've, I've 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 kind of lost touch with them because I've been trying to climb this ladder, or maybe I've abandoned some really close friends um, that were once in my life. What happened in my father's life is he began to see other people who had been affected by the same um, paralysis that he had, he said, "You know, I was able to I, I was able to get out of this. I was able to move." From the survival place, the survival path, I was able to even go beyond the recovery path. And if I if I was able to do that, then maybe there's maybe there's somebody else that could do that as well. And so, what my father begins to do do is he starts mentoring people who have had the similar accidents. He's spending time with them, letting them know that hey. I've gone through this. Uh, I, I moved past it. Yes, there certainly were some difficult moments, and there's still some difficult moments. But you can actually have a very rewarding life. And so he begins to mentor young men and young women who have uh, suffered this, uh, this this paralysis. And because of this work, he begins to people begin to see the work, and they begin to honor him. He begins to uh, get uh, awards at a national level. He's flying all over the country telling his story, and that's what happens in the thriving path. That's what happens in the thriving path. And that's where I think if you listen to this podcast now, I want you to get to a place where you can get to the thriving path. So then if we're going to get to the thriving path, that means that we have to move beyond the survival path and the recovery path. So how do we do that? I have developed uh, an acrostic that I want you to write down. It's called PASS because I want you to be able to move past this, P-A-S-S, the PASS method. And we talked about at the very beginning of this podcast establishing healthy systems. Establishing healthy methods to help you uh, deal with adversity. So P-A-S-S. The P stands for personality strengths. Now, in the first episode, we talked about the importance of having personality strengths. They are very closely associated with grit. And there were seven. I'm going to talk about six just to kind of uh, jog your memory. They were hope, grit, meaning in life, curiosity, gratitude, and control beliefs. Right. Um So we think about, say, hope. And we talked about the importance of being hopeful that regardless of the situation, you are looking um, for positive things to pull out of that situation. So the first thing that you want to do, the first part of this acrostic is remembering your personality strengths. And we talked about in that episode that everyone's not going to be uh, a master at each one of these, but there are two or three of these that each of us probably excel in. Um, that, that you know, whether it's meaning in life or curiosity or whatever, um, that there are a couple of things that we excel in. And so we want to really kind of lean in on those things when difficult moments come. The A is for accessing emotions, always assessing our emotions, accessing our emotions. We have to actively keep check on our emotions during difficult moments. That is key, right? Because there are going to be a range of emotions that we might be feeling. Perhaps it's sadness or anger or guilt. And what we do with these emotions is absolutely important. We must, we must absolutely channel these emotions, guide them, direct them, and use them for a productive purpose instead of letting those emotions use us. Uh, This is about kind of taking those emotions, taking the rage, taking the anger, taking the envy, and channeling that and redirecting that so that pain now produces uh, positive actions in my life, and this is kind of where I think you know we talked about the personality, uh, the personality strengths. This is where I think gratitude really comes in. Um, you know, gratitude is this kind of acknowledgement of goodness in my life. It's me being able to affirm that all things taken together, that my life is the life. My life is pretty good, or at least it has some elements that makes it worth living. All right. So we talked about the P, we talked about the A. Now we move to the two S's. The first S is a support network. Right? We we were not we have not been designed as humans to to walk this path alone. That it's so important that in moments of adversity and moments of difficulty that we begin to pull in friends, family, coworkers, church members, neighbors. Whoever it may be, we want to begin to pull these individuals in. We want to be, uh, and this doesn't have to be a whole bunch of people. Maybe it's just one or two people who you feel comfortable enough sharing your emotions with. Uh, someone who you can be honest and say, you know what, I'm, I'm really sad right now or I'm really angry right now or, you know, I'm, I'm really uncertain about what my future is going to be. And, and 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 letting those people walk with you, letting those people hold you up in those difficult moments, letting those people give you uh, wisdom and, and, and kind of good solid advice, um, and maybe it's just someone who is just a shoulder for you to cry on, right? That that support network is so so important. The last S is storehouse. Now, this is something that you'll probably hear me mention a lot, uh, but I believe that in moments of adversity in moments of difficulty, that our resilience factor can be increased by tapping into the, the resources that we currently possess. We're looking, looking inward now um, at, at our story, at our, at our life story, that there are skills, talents, abilities, life experiences that uh, we have acquired over our course of our lifetime that we can put to use right now that not only do we maximize these talents, these, these, these mindsets, these abilities, these relationships, um, personality strengths, but we, uh, well, we also realize that there's some things that may, maybe some undeveloped talents, maybe there's some untapped capabilities that we can begin to use and develop. And then as we use these things, we increase our chance of, 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 of having resilience, of persevering through the difficult moment. So I want to hear kind of maybe as you we've talked about a lot here in a, in a very short amount of time, but as we look at we look at kind of these various stages of the survival path, the recovery path, um, and the thriving path. Um, where are you right now, or, or you know if you went through a situation, where do you say? Uh, where, where did you end up? Would you would, would you be honest and say that you're currently in that survival path and you, you, you're not really functioning as you once did? And and how does that make you feel? And, and, and what help are you maybe you're looking for? Have have you have you found yourself in that place of saying, you know what, I've just kind of I'm in a place of resignation right now. I've given up or maybe you're one of the individuals, you know, who, who were able to thrive. I love to hear uh, your story. How did you get to that place of thriving? Um, what does it look like for you and what are you, uh, how have you, how are you using that as you go through additional moments of adversity? Well, our time's up today. Thank you so much for joining the GRIT podcast. Um, please, please, if you haven't, subscribe to the podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast, Please leave us a great five-star rating. That certainly helps uh, ensure that other people are able to see this. Join the pod. Uh, Join the discussion on Twitter using uh, hashtag GritPodcast. We love to uh, to hear your thoughts and your discussions there. And I will see you on the next episode. Be blessed.